Welcome, everybody, <laughs> to Rippin' Strips. I'm the Corn Dog, and I'm L Dog, and we are here to bring you another edition, another episode to rock your world. I That's right. think I can go ahead and share the big news. What's that? As I do a light. No, it's great. <laughs> it's great. No, I think they've expected this level of professionalism from us at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Big news in the Rippin' Strips universe. What's that? You just showed me. Logan got a new oh. <laughs> fish named Fred. Frank. Frank. Fred's gone. Fred's gone. No, Fred. But, but Frank's great. Fr wait, let's go through the, the fish and their names again. Fred was my first one. Fred was the first one. Well, I had one in college that I never named. <laughs> Doesn't count. Doesn't count. Fred was the first one I had here that I taught tricks to. Then Phil. Then Carl. Yes. Carl was the one we knew and loved. Yes. Carl has since passed, um, but he had a long and fruitful life. Yeah. And now we have Frank. And there's something about those FR names for the fish. Frank also does tricks. Logan showed me. I've witnessed it with my own eyes almost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you don't care, you could have just said you don't care. I do care. That's why I brought it up immediately. I definitely care. Just not as much as a text message. I received sounded, at that right moment. When I told you that a fish would eat off of my finger... This was a year ago now, but you sounded, you acted like that was un, like you, you didn't buy it. I like did I, not. Logan, you're lying. And then when I tried to show him, he like, I look over, I was, oh, I was like, he just did it. I look over, he was not looking. To be fair, but you still <laughs> brought it up anyway. I saw Frank attempt to bite it off your finger, and that yeah. was enough for me. Yeah, Fred must have had good eyesight. I think that's why they don't. Most of the fish don't do it. They can't see what I'm trying to do. I I don't <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think. I mean, maybe Fred did have good eyesight, but I think fish. I don't know. I don't. It doesn't make sense that fish would go and eat off your finger. It's just a weird thing that we witnessed, and it's a weird discovery about these beta fish. I don't know if it's just Frank. It's just Frank and Fred so far. But why do they do it? I don't know. You know what? Eventually, in a few years, I'll be like the world expert koi, or not koi, uh, beta trainer. <laughs> beta. It's not beta? I keep saying beta, but yeah, I hear people online saying beta. It's B-E-T-T-A. It's not the same as the... Oh, the Greek. Greek. Letter. What are you looking at about beta fish on YouTube? What... <laughs> Uh, tricks I could teach it. Really? Yeah, that's why. I think that must have been why I originally taught it to eat off my finger. Wow! So there's YouTube videos talking about tricks you can teach your betta fish. I don't really remember the path I took, but I'm sure it was like one video, interesting stuff about betas, and then led to another. Cause I randomly learned that they breathe air. Maybe right. I looked up beta fish food and then YouTube fed me that or something. But then from there, I now I look at fish a lot. <laughs> All kinds of fish, but betas too. Yeah. Interesting to me. <laughs> I guess that's pretty dorky, but. Oh, I think it's obvious this is your fourth one. <clears throat> Fifth one, if you count the unnamed one resting in heaven right now. Right. Um, he wasn't saved. Oh. So he's in fish hell. He's in fish hell. Oh, yeah. no. He's boiling right now, and he's been boiling for But years he deserves now. it. He was a bad fish. <laughs> no, he just wasn't saved. He's actually oh. really good. Oh, right. But your works can't save you, so he didn't accept Jesus. That's sad. Yeah. Is that one of the tricks you're learning to teach Frank? <laughs> well, that's what I baptized him first. Oh, good. hard, but... Well, you just, it's probably really easy. You just fill up his bowl with holy water, and there you go. That's what I did. Wow. And you made it holy. <laughs> it went through, all throughout me and came out holy. That's what I call holy water. You call your pee holy water. Yeah. Now, this. Came out a hole. 
<laughs> this fish, Frank, this new addition to Logan's family, it not only eats off of his finger, also Logan petted the fish. Pet. Petted? He I pet it. He pet it. He, yep. And he, it swam up. It was swimming up, and I pet it, and it kept swimming up. It wasn't swimming away because i do that yeah. a lot <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't like hurt by it no you pet your fish a lot yeah every time every other maybe not every single time but i pet it i started petting it as i feed it because he's already up there close to the surface i don't know what he's gonna do though when i change the water out will he stop trusting my hand uh-huh now it's a thing that pets him and brings him treats but when you change the water it's the thing that grabs him yeah well you have a net right that's the thing, too, is I have, I guess I got to look up some more beta info. I don't know how good their eyesight is. They seem to look at your face. Yeah. He, seem, he seems to look at me when I grab the bowl. I swear to God, the other day when I screwed the cap on, he like reacted like, ah, that's, I guess that's all the food. <laughs> I swear I, with his body language. No way. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> ah, damn it. All right. He's like a little puppy dog. I, I believe well, not it. not quite, but. <laughs> <laughs> a little underwater puppy ways. dog in the way that you pet him, in the way that he takes food off of your, out of your hand. You take him on walks. <laughs> I think it's, I think he can see your face, but I think whatever you think your relationship with Frank is, is real. Yeah, but the, yeah, but he'll see my face as I take him out of his home and well, we'll see. It has to happen. I don't want him to get fin rot. Right. Well, I think it's better than being stuck in those little to-go containers they have them in at pet stores. You think he'd rather be taken out of the, his home and put back in? I think he's happier now with you than he was probably where he was. Yeah, but he. I say he's like a dog because he... Like, whenever he sees me, he's always in a, the same spot looking at me because he wants food, I think. I think he's always begging for food. Yeah. <laughs> begging. Right, right. So, I mean, hopefully when I leave, he's, like, able to enjoy his little <laughs> aquarium, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, the other fish seem to be just swimming around. I don't know. They seem, I, I don't know. He's and really he's preoccupied. Not, he's not swimming around so much? Well, I guess when I just showed you just then, I guess he was under the in a little cave. So I guess that's fine. Yeah. That seems like a fun thing. That's to what do. they're supposed to be doing. What? Hiding in caves. Yeah. Just you, they, if they stay in one spot, that's bad in, in general for a lot of reasons. That's I guess we're bad getting, for humans too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause he'll get fin rot. And I think it means they're depressed or something too. Whoa. Because fish can get depressed or stressed So do you out. have to feed it Zoloft off your finger? Fish Zoloft? I don't know what you do about that. Give it a bigger space. There's not fish antidepressants. I bet there are. <laughs> There's <laughs> no way. There's no way. There's some expensive fish out there. If yeah. it gets depressed, you want to... Yeah, I guess I didn't... Or the market's open, and we just figured out our new <laughs> get-rich-quick scheme. I don't know how big the market is for a fish depression. I maybe go may to the dude. Go to the Long Beach Aquarium. Yell insults at all the fish, and then come later dressed differently, look like different people, and say, "Hey, we have a business. Are your fish depressed?" Like, They'll say, yeah. "No," but we saw you guys earlier. We're yelling at the fish. Get out. <laughs> We saw, yeah, no, but you're banned <laughs> from the aquarium for yeah. yelling at the fish. What the <laughs> hell is wrong with you? What? Uh, maybe we could become fish therapists. I think I got, I think I have a way with fish. If I say so myself. <laughs> <laughs> I think you do too. I think you do too. Two of five have eaten off your finger and you pet that. I mean, I have never petted a fish i think i can say confidently the closest i've got is like a touch tank touching like a sea anemone or petting like a ray that's a fish technically why am i jerking around every time i start a sentence i don't know you're spat you're a spaz <laughs> seriously <sighs> yeah. yeah but that is a fishy pet 
And oh, Ray. Have you never pet a koi fish? Not that I can think of. As a kid or whatever? Not that I can think of. No, I would. I'd be down to pet a fish. I'm pretty sure I have. <laughs> yeah. Pet a koi fish. Yeah. At I've a mall or something. Grabbed a fish off of, off of a hook and sliced that baby open. <laughs> oh, yeah? You cleaned a fish? Yeah, I've cleaned a fish. It's pretty horrifying, huh? <laughs> no, it's not bad at all. I guess it wasn't still moving then. Oh, yeah. Because sometimes they still are like, bre- they're not alive, but like everything is still moving. Yeah, they're like, still twitching. It's like, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, it's you got to like, yeah, yeah. It's a zombie fish. Fun. Killing them is not fun. And I remember, I'm. excuse me if I've said this before, all these um, ripping strips historians out there i might repeat be repeating a story but there was a call one time i got suspended from school in high school and i had to go to my with my parents to their work mm-hmm. when because like i could they wouldn't just let me sit at home i just like play video games and masturbate all day i would have the time of my life <laughs> we don't want we can't have that <laughs> can't have that this is supposed to be a punishment for bad stuff that i did so I went with my parents to work, which was boring. One day they let me stay home and I played video games and masturbated all day. And it was awesome. Scorp. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was really cool. That was a really fun day. Um, but where did they work? Well, my my mom, I don't know. She might have been. She had a, a bunch of different jobs. She worked at the college. She worked as a nurse practitioner. But um, so I think I didn't go with her. But my stepdad, I went with my dad to his office. He was a dermatologist. So I just sat in his office all day. That was not fun. Oh. And then my um, stepdad was a professor at the community college. And I went with him and I went and sat in on his friend's lecture and it was like environmental studies or some dumb crap like that. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And uh, he was saying like talking about whether or not um, certain animals feel pain, certain plants, whether they feel pain and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And there, I remember he quoted a study that I just held on to. I still remember, um, which was so long ago. It could all just be a false memory by now. Um, <laughs> and I've uh, never looked it into it at all. I've never tried to back up my knowledge. Who has the time to back up everything they've ever heard that they believe? Nobody. No one. No one. You just believe what you believe and you <laughs> spout it out until someone tells you you're wrong. Yeah. And then you hit them. And then you hit that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And you continue going about your way. So what I learned, he said, are you ready for this? Can yes. I hear you? Can I, can I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> Again, I might have already said this before when we were talking about fish. But I haven't was, heard this story. There was a study done. <clears throat> Again, don't ask for any follow-ups on what I'm about to tell you. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And they <laughs> they found that more endorphins rush to the brain of a fish when it feels pain than humans. So there is the thought that fish actually, not only do they feel pain, but they feel more pain than human beings do. Oh, my God. That's so sad. They get hooks through their mouths and thrown back like that's the humane right. thing. <laughs> well, we get piercings. Well, that's the thing, though. It, the mouth part seems like it wouldn't have a lot of mers- uh, nerves in it, but I, <laughs> I'm not a scientist. A fish mouth, like a bass <laughs> mouth, the part that usually gets hooked is like the can- there's like the lip and then there's like... The- uh, yeah, it's like a piercing. It's like right. it looks it seems like cartilage. It's like really thin. Yeah. Right? It's tough to get out sometimes. Yeah. Like, that's not good. Well, I'm sure that hurts. I'm sure that <laughs> doesn't feel too great. Yeah. Yeah, um, but like yeah. 
And sometimes they get like hooked in the eye and stuff, but whatever. They still taste good. Don't inhale your food, fish. Lesson yeah, learned. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You need to know when you're full. Maybe it's not time to eat bugs. You know? I don't know. I think probably if you're a fish, would you rather get... Now, this is a bit of a dark scenario, Logan. This is a bit of a Sophie's Choice type thing. You're a fish and you have two baby fish. And <laughs> you can only oh, save no. one. <laughs> no, they cut them both in half. <laughs> that's the wise choice, right? Would you? All right. All right. So now enough fooling around, Logan. <laughs> okay. Let's get down to brass tacks. Okay. If I was a fish, let's get down to brass tacks. <laughs> yes. Yes. Let's get down to bass tacks. Oh. <laughs> okay. If you're a fish... Would you rather be caught by a fisherman, pulled up, thrown into a bucket until you're killed, maybe just killed right away? Depends on the situation, right? Mm -hmm. Or would you rather be ripped out of the water by a hawk or eagle in their talons and flown to the nest and then pecked to death? I guess a fisherman. You yeah. really made it sound attractive. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think so. Yeah, so birds are messy. They don't care if you're suffering or if you're still alive or not. They're just going to keep eating. Right. They're going to creepy. Grab you with their claws, fly you anywhere that's safe and then just rip you to shreds. Little beak or drop little you beak. from like 50 right. yards in the sky. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, that's another thing. Would you rather be caught by a fisherman or Actually, that'd be fun for, as a fish. To fly right before you die, you get to like Experience. skydive. <laughs> I guess you're just being terrified the whole time. Well, they have those videos um, that are very cool of people, them like people like stalking lakes from a helicopter or something like that. Oh, I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, that. that's my next YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to know everything about that next and week. There's another one, too, where there's like a dam built in a river, but they still wanted the salmon to bypass the dam. So they have like a little tube that shoots them. They like go into and it shoots them all the way through to the other side. Oh, of the dam. cool. I've seen steps installed yes. for them before. Yeah, I've never seen jump the up the steps. But yeah. this is like a little it reminds me of um, you remember it like in Futurama. Yeah. They have the little tubes. The transport tubes. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly <laughs> like that. Or like the mail tubes you see at like That's a so post funny. office or something like that. It's just, you know, and the fish just goes shooting through this tube. And that looks fun as hell. Man, I would love, I love animals, but they don't know what's going on most of the time. And I just want to interview an animal and s understand what they're thinking is happening. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. No, I just got to, I'm just compelled to swim with this river. Oh, there's a tube. Oh, I just was shot through a portal. Whatever. Anyway, keep continuing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got to make it to the ocean or whatever. Salmon are crazy. Well said. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of crazy things. Oh, go ahead. Should we check out some unbelievable things possibly? Let's do it. Yeah. Or believable, more likely. Oh, I also, newsflash, I think I had a beer hair Dude. out of my teeth. <laughs> I was going to say, don't you shave your teeth before you come? <laughs> I also have a new segment I wanted to bring on. Sweet. Um, Let's see here. Okay, so we'll start with that. Ripley's Believe It or Not. Okay. Here we go. No good comments this time, unfortunately. Oh, like last time. That was yeah. The snake lover. Snake, uh, snake lover, <laughs> sixty nine or whatever. Yes. Okay. After dropping eighty four pounds, Katie Taylor of the UK underwent cosmetic surgery to remove four pounds of skin, which she turned into human leather. Ew, that's a good one, though, for Ripley's Believe It or Not. That's like what they're used, you know, what their yeah. thing used to be. Yeah. Kind of gross, but like still like 
really interesting. <laughs> right. What? <clears throat> so what'd right. she make out of her skin? A couch? Jesus. A coat? I don't know. Ew. <laughs> I don't know what you use. A football leather. <laughs> it's less gross. It's kind of funny. Four pounds <laughs> of skin. I wonder how big that is if you held it up. Four pounds. How thick? I mean, your skin. When I peel skin off, that's not what they mean, right? I mean, that's just like a tiny little layer. No, you can't turn that into leather. That's just too small of a layer. Oh, my God. That's the creepiest thing ever. But I assume if you've lost 84 pounds, you're probably, you at least were pretty big if you're able to lose 84 pounds, right? Yeah, right. At least 85. <laughs> <laughs> but if, so your skin is probably pretty thin. Because it's being stretched. Do you think? Or is that a That false? sounds wrong, but I don't know. Maybe no, I think it gro- it stretches with you. If you grow too fast, you get stretch marks, you know, but if you. But then it repairs itself or like it's still just as thick. It, if I you're think so. <clears throat> the fatter you are, it's the, the, the your skin stays the same thickness. Yes. You know what, though? I think stretch marks themselves are a little bit thin. Yes. But the other skin is like normal skin. That makes sense. And it does kind of, there is more of it on a big person. More skin? Yeah. I used to be about 240. And where was I going? I mean, I have (laughs) have stretch marks. Human leather. Oh, yeah, it's right here. No, no. I mean, I have stretch marks on my thighs, but I don't have stretch marks anywhere else. But I guess, I don't know, my skin grew with me. It didn't become thin. <laughs> it wasn't literally stretched. I think there notice, were more skin cells. You didn't notice yourself, like, bleeding more? <laughs> more transparent like a balloon? Like, <laughs> yeah. No. <clears throat> Still, all right, so four pounds of skin. Um, 84 pounds is a lot. Right? That's a lot yeah. of skin. That's a lot of skin. What would you do with four pounds? Well, is a gallon of milk about four pounds? I have no fucking clue. Yeah, me neither. That sounds right though. Let's just say it is. Let's I say do have a f- scale that can I think can read four pounds. Should we check it out or move on? <laughs> Let's move on. Okay. But if you had your your skin made into leather what would you make out of your skin a ball like a football or a basketball that's pretty fun i like that that's a lot. the least creepy thing i mean it's still creepy but it's like funny but like if you make a furniture out of it or clothing a belt you're you're a horror show no i wouldn't do a belt either yeah oh cool what is that it's my old skin from when i lost weight cool yeah I'm never talking to you again <laughs> Yeah, I think. Oh, dude, what's up with your football? It's like skin color. Yeah, that's the skin from my old fat. Oh, let's play fetch. You're my best friend. That's how that would go. <laughs> let's play fetch. You're my. <laughs> I mean, catch. Damn it. Sorry, I've got fish on the mind. Now. I'm teaching him fetch. <laughs> uh, um, I think I'd make a saddle. Mm, that's a good one. Yeah, throw it on my my steed yeah or makes those jacket those things they put on uh horses to keep them warm <laughs> it's like that makes what sense are you to talking me. about what do they put on horses to keep them warm they put things over their backs when it's cold outside to like, like a blankie yeah i mean i guess it is kind of a blanket but it's shaped in a way so it stays on their back Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's make that a out of human lot skin. of skin. <laughs> That's a lot. It's at least four pounds. <laughs> it's at least four pounds. Yes. You could get skin from everybody. It'd be a community project. It'd be now so that's lovely. cool. <laughs> now that's cool. You make like a car cover out of it. A quilt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. All right. Let's go to fact. Numero adeus. Okay. This is a good Ripley's Believe It or Not. I I was really liking this one. Okay. Sweet. So researchers in Egypt found the fossil of an extinct four-legged god of death 
quote unquote whale an extinct four-legged god of death whale that hunted on land and sea that sounds fucking awesome isn't that amazing even if that turns that's a weird thing that would not have been discovered before now though they when did they discover it it said uh i don't think it said when Hmm. (laughs) it didn't mention when at all it just said researchers found oh wait a minute is it small i don't know god of death whale should i look up god of death whale you want to learn more about it sure i bet it's like the size of a dog i think (laughs) i think if you are on land and you're getting caught by a, a whale you fucking stupid and you deserve it yeah Agreed, but even if that's somehow not real or they mix two skeletons or something, that's a great movie monster. A four-legged whale? Yes. Dude, and you could reveal it like first you'd think it's just a whale and then you get on land to get away from it. It's like, why is this whale chasing me? Whales don't do that. And then it steps on the fucking land because it has legs. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're freaking out, (laughs) man. The prehistoric male possessed a powerful jaw and likely had a raptor-like feeding style. All right, so it's from 43 million years ago. Um, it was found in the Egyptian desert. It's 10 feet long. Oh. Like a basketball hoop. That's bigger than I thought, but not as big as like what I originally thought, but it's still pretty scary. I mean, that would fuck us up. Yeah. Yeah, but imagine a blue whale-sized thing that steps out of the water. It weighed about 30. Yeah, <laughs> that's scary. And then it couldn't hold itself up. I mean, that that would be like eating brontosauruses and shit. They think it was this apex predator similar to killer whales. Looking like a large dog with a powerful mandible and sharp teeth. It also had legs with webbed feet that allowed it to pursue prey on both land and sea. Wow. Wow. What was the name of it again? The. The. uh, Animal. A whale. God of death. Yeah. (laughs) That's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Big fan of that. Big fan of that. I think whales make sense to get caught by whales in the ocean. I mean, I think if you're 10 feet long, like a killer whale, <clears throat> you know, killer whales fuck shit up. That's why they're called killer whales. Yeah. That's why I'm okay with killer whales being abused in SeaWorld. No, I'm not. Because they're dicks. You know, there have been no wild orca attacks at least, or at least that's what I used to hear. But then I also heard a news story recently where there is like a, a bunch of them lately up in the North Atlantic. Oh, they're like, because they communicate. So I don't know. One of them fucked with a boat and thought it was funny. Or maybe they saw one of their family members get captured and told everybody. Yeah. Mm. Or I'm filling in the blanks with my imagination <laughs> no i heard that they're like capsizing boats and stuff yeah and they never did that before in throughout all of history that's pretty uh, badass yeah now, but that imagine. makes me respect them more i don't know i like killer whales yeah i think it's cool that they're they're crushing boats they don't eat at least as far as i know i don't think they're eating people no, I don't think they want to eat people. Yeah, they're just destroying property. <laughs> I like that. I do like yeah. that. All right. That's a mark for them. And they're getting back on us for abusing them in SeaWorld. But in the ocean, you know, they're like fucking with seals hardcore. And like. Oh, yeah. It is hard not to empathize with the seals. It is. They're so and, cute. And they're gobbling up narwhals. Do you know that? No, I didn't know that. There was, uh, there used to be ice that protected the narwhals. Narwhals had no known predator, but the oh ice. Oh my god! The, I didn't even think about the narwhals with global warming. Yeah, the ice is melting, and now 
and now for the first time, orcas can get up there, and these narwhals have no idea how they have no idea how to defend themselves. They never had a predator before, so they're just getting fucking slaughtered. Oh, I want to see that on tape though. At the same time, <laughs> like I'm bummed by it, but I want to see that. Yeah, stupid narwhals. They're pretty stupid. They're like no, just actually, I want to see that because I feel like both creatures are kind of mystical. Yeah, and I bet it's cool to watch them fight, and they're big. But like, I think that'd be a good movie if instead of capsizing a boat, like they're like, oh wow, look at this beautiful orca, and then all of a sudden, a big orca leg goes, yeah, <laughs> climbs aboard. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, because those can look kind of cute or kind of scary too, because they got, they just got to show their teeth, and you're like, whoa, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're really smart too. It's like a, it's a, well, I don't know. I think the top three animals I would want to be in the ocean are dolphin, killer whale, or octopus. Yeah, definitely octopus or something like that. Squid, maybe. Right. Giant squid. I don't think I want to be something They live, I don't know. I'm I don't. I think they're intel. I think cuttlefish are intelligent, so I might enjoy being a cuttlefish. I think they're intelligent. They got to be smart to know how to camouflage and shit like that. That's not a stupid thing that they do. Yeah, you know what? You said dolphin, octopus, and what was the other one? Whale, uh, killer whale, killer whale. Oh yeah, they're technically a type of dolphin. Did you know that? I did know that. But uh, those are good choices. <laughs> I don't know if I would go that different. I, I think it'd be cool. Clam. To be a, I'd be a clam. <laughs> <laughs> you got total clam energy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it'd be cool to be a blue whale. Oh, yeah. Well. Just take up yes, that much space. But you can't enjoy the majesty and the craziness of a blue whale because you're the biggest thing. Nothing's bigger than you. So it's kind of like, yeah. Eh. Yeah. Maybe it's really And you're cool. kind of in a giant aquarium. Like, they swim all around the world. It's like the world isn't even big enough for their fat That's ass. true. We need to shoot them into space. <laughs> yeah. They'll be much happier. <laughs> they, uh, it could be cool to be a krill. We don't know. I wouldn't want that. I'm not saying it's my I'm number one. Me. What about a sea star? Hmm. There's something appealing to being like a little. I don't want to be blind. Slow lane. I don't want to be blind. Yeah. Do you like having sight too much? Yeah. Oh, speaking of that. Oh, I would be. Uh, have you seen a mantis shrimp? Mantis shrimp. They I have know. really good eyesight. They're really strange looking. Uh, instead of claws, they have these like. I don't know what you call them. Like uh, a mantis. Well, they're like a mantis, but the they're thing is almost like a fist but it's just permanently it's like a rod or like a uh-huh ball bearing i don't know it's like a thing yeah. and they smash their uh food with it what like they'll they? sneak up to a little crab that's smaller than it and they'll crack it open that's and start cool. eating it like they're they have the fastest punch in the oh, nature like or something like that something about that all right <clears throat> how do it's you on planet earth that doc i think yeah, I feel like I've seen that because I've watched a lot of those nature shows. Those seem fun, and they I've seen people with pets pet those, and they seem kind of smart. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It seems like they live a fulfilling life. They get to hunt. Yeah. I don't know. What is your take on eels, electric or otherwise? I don't know if you know this, but I do. there are all these different species of eels that they thought were different species but they didn't know how they mated they don't have gonads but they eventually figured out that the eel i forget which one maybe the english eel or whatever the same species is born in england in some lake goes out to the ocean turns a different color and becomes a different looking eel but it's the same one what in a different stage in its life and then goes through like all these stages and it goes in and rivers and like all these different areas and then when it matures it like goes to some seaweed 
thing that's just always there in the Atlantic Ocean to mate, and then they die. That's like their final stage. Whoa. They thought all these stages were different species. That's so cool. Yeah. I really like that fact. But I don't like the idea of eels swimming in rivers. I know they're there, but I love swimming in a river, and I don't want to touch an eel. Uh. I mean, I've never heard, other than that science thing I saw, I've never actually heard anyone running into an eel in the river. I think they're there. But, but it's that, just, that species is in, like, Europe, so I don't even, that wouldn't be here in, right, a, in a river. Right, right, but I think they are in rivers. I think there's river eels. They have to be, yeah, if they're going from freshwater to the ocean. That's pretty cool. Do, I, do all eels go from freshwater into the ocean, or is it just that species? Well, that's the thing. It was an e- it was a YouTube science thing. So I later figured out they were talking about this one specific species from England. It's like they left. I, I don't. They read a book and like, uh, you know, compressed it into this video, and they didn't get all the info out Got there. It. <laughs> you know, Got it was kind of unclear. So Got I don't know it. if every species of eel transforms like that. Right. They made it sound like that was. All eels are one species, but that's not right. the case. Right, 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 right. Well, I think they're cool. They're too like ugly, to, though. I wouldn't want to be one. I don't think I'd want to. <laughs> no, I would not want to be one. I don't, even an electric eel, I'm not sure if they're shooting out electricity hurts or not. Hurts them? Yeah. No, it doesn't. Are you sure I, about that? I'm pretty sure. Actually, it, the more I'm thinking about it, an eel is a good choice. Why? Because they do live a full life. They ha- have seven stages of life, and they can electrocute their prey, and they work with each other to like electrocute prey. So maybe they can communicate. That sounds pretty cool. All right, fair And they point. must live a long time if they all have to live that long-ass life just to mate. Yeah, that's true. Seven stages. They're kind of cool looking. I never want to touch one. Yeah. And I don't know if I want my body to be something that's so <laughs> disgusting. Yeah. If I'm so repulsed about touching them. Um, I think jellyfish might be cool. I don't want to be blind. That's a big thing for me. <laughs> or dead. So. But it seems like pretty chilled out zen existence. You're just kind yeah, you're of brainless. I already am. (laughs) (laughs) Follow the sun where it goes. Uh, Count me in, man. Count me in. Okay, now do a last fact. While you look that up, I'll say I had a friend who got jellyfish, and she thought it was so cool, but they all eventually just died. You can't keep pet jellyfish. Yeah. Like when I saw that, I was like, wow, I've never seen anyone with jellyfish. That's amazing. And then like a couple months later, it's like, oh, yeah, they, I don't know. They're all <laughs> they, dead. Yeah, they're all dead. It's like, oh, that's. Was that in Texas? Note to self, don't get, it. no, it was here. Oh, wow. That would be really cool. Because you see them in like the Long Beach Aquarium and the Science Museum has them here too. Yeah, I would want a big, tall thing for them. Yeah, and you put the black light on them or whatever. Yeah. So you can see all their cum stains. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Exactly. All mine. (laughs) All over the glass. Uh, Okay, last fact. (laughs) This is a good one, too. I'm telling you, Ripley's Believe It or Not really brought it today. Okay. Switzerland's Child Eater of Bern is a nearly 500-year-old sculpture depicting a man eating a sack of babies, and no one knows why. I have heard of that. And really? that is interesting. Yeah. It's just so old that the whatever reason it was made was lost. <laughs> but really? it's so odd that they just leave it up. It's like a tourist thing. I mean, I assume... And it wasn't made that long ago either. It's 500 years old, it said. Yeah, but that's, that's not that long to forget to like... Forget how A statue made, in the middle of town that's like... Yeah. That's so true, actually. That's a very good point. 
no one wrote down like, hey, this was built today. Yeah, people could read and write back then. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it's a really good point. Um, and I assume making a statue takes a really long time. Yeah, there was a team working on it. Yeah. It was like commissioned by the city and like. Right. Or commissioned by somebody. Somebody, right. And to make it about a man just eating a sack of babies. Yeah. Really bizarre. I forgot what country was it? Switzerland. Yeah. The child eater of Bern. So I think they were Christian at that time, right? Generally speaking. I'm just I trying would to think. I would think so, yeah. So it wouldn't be like some weird. They weren't Hindu. I know that. Well, I don't know. Well, they could be uh, pagan or something. That'd I don't know. Yeah, that's cool. I'm just saying it could be a religious reference. It's got it. But well, they would have figured but it if out they're if Christian. It was. Maybe it's just like some weird fairy tale. Who knows? Yeah. If it was a if it was a religious reference, you think they would be able to figure that out? Yeah, right? I don't know. I think it's just it's just a weird piece of art. They're like, well. I guess it's cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is cool. I really want to go see that now. I think that's a very cool thing. Sorry, there's dogs outside. Was that a dog? Yeah. It didn't sound like a dog to me. What did it sound like? <coughs> it was a dog and a kid. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Logan, did you dress up for Halloween at all? No. And I got invited to a party on Saturday, and I just didn't go. I mean, I was kind of busy, but I could have gone, and I regret it because I forgot it was so close to Halloween. Yeah. But I didn't have a costume anyway. It kind of snuck up on me as well. I know. I think I saw you even on Saturday or something. Maybe not. But either, either or I saw you Friday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, but I totally didn't. And you're like, you doing anything this week? And I was like, no. And then looking back, I was like, oh, man, it was Halloween weekend. I hadn't. Yeah, I didn't. It didn't process. I didn't process that at all either um, until Friday went and saw Nightmare on Elm Street live. No, 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 no. Nightmare Before Christmas. This is better. Uh-huh. Nightmare on Elm Street live in concert. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas live in concert and uh, at the Hollywood Bowl, um, which was cool. Danny Elfman came out and his freak. Oh, cool. Yeah. He's saying he's saying, you know, he's the voice of Jack Skellington. I know you're a huge Nightmare Before Christmas guy. You love Tim Burton. You I do sort of, but I didn't know he voiced that. Danny Elfman voiced him? Yeah. Or at least and in by the, the way, songs. I always thought Tim Burton... I don't know if Tim Burton produced it, but he didn't direct that. Yeah, he did. Nope. What do you mean? I forgot who did, but it was like some other guy. Everybody thinks it's Tim Burton. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Nightmare Before Christmas. Look yeah, we got to look that shit up. You got to look that shit up. I don't believe that one for a second. That's definitely TB... Some man T to the Bizzle. Tim Burt. Who directed Nightmare? Sorry, I got my voice thing turned off. That's well, good that you apologize for that. <laughs> Henry Selick. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, it's such a Burtony thing. It's such a Burtony thing. It's one of his trademark things. It's like Tim Burton. No! Before Christmas. Well, may- yeah, let's see. Did. He might have produced it or something like that or written it. I don't know. Uh, Maybe he wrote did, it. Wait. But did Danny Elfman play? I know that he did that. I just saw him in freaking concert on Friday. He at least sang the songs. Maybe he didn't do the. He was the singing voice for. Jessica. Thank you. So, but this whole movie was. You know what, though? Danny Elfman works a lot with Tim Burton. That may be the connection and why everybody was like, oh, this feels just like a. Tim Burton no, film. it looks like Tim Burton. The movie they said at this concert, Logan, that it was based on a a poem or something that Tim Burton wrote. The oh. whole freaking movie. Before <laughs> Christmas. 
produced and conceived by Tim Burton. Interesting. Yeah, but it was. I just thought it was interesting. He also I found sketched, out he didn't direct. He it. did like it's the like, characters' what? drawings, I think, too. I I believe you. I mean, yeah, it it definitely looks it like looks a Tim like Burton Tim thing. Burton freak show bullshit. What Tim Burton's awesome. You know or he can be awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. I went in. And I told my girlfriend and my daughter, I'm like, honestly, to be honest with you guys, I'm actually not the biggest Nightmare Before Christmas fan. Um, I don't really like Tim Burton. And they were shocked and like, what? And, um, and then um, I told my other friends, Paul and his wife, Rachel, that too, because they came too. And uh, I was like, I'm actually not the biggest Tim Burton fan. And they're like, what? Really? And I was like, yeah. I mean, look, I like Beetlejuice. I like Pee-wee's Big Adventure. I like. That's all I need to hear. <laughs> I like Batman. I like Edward Scissorhands. And then Rachel was like, you you can't say you hate someone if you just said you love four of his movies. Right. And I was like, okay, that's actually a good point. That's a good point. And the new ones are different from the old ones for sure. And generally. Yeah. And um the uh the Nightmare Before Elm Street, the story or Nightmare Christmas. Whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> the Nightmare Before Christmas. Nightmare on Elm Street, I love all of them. I think they're fantastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do. I really do. It's Nightmare. me, bitch. <laughs> yeah, that one of his so lines. Funny. He's so funny. <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas. The story is is like. There's no story really. You know what I mean? There's not like a hero's journey or anything. It's like Jack Skellington. Spoiler alert. Uh, if you've never seen this, goes to Christmas land, learns about Christmas, kidnaps Santa, throws his own Christmas. Then Santa, they let Santa go free and Santa fixes Christmas. That's like the whole plot. Yeah, but it is, I think it is the hero's journey because he's, he leaves home. He meets, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't remember the whole. It's thing. just really slow and not much happens in the story. But he goes from the known to the unknown and comes back changed. So that's part of the, a big part of the hero's journey. That's true. But I guess I can't remember the movie that much to know. I don't know. Is there a wise sage in it? I don't think so. No, it's just, it's just, it's a, it's not much of a story. The music is great. It was nice to see Danny Elfman. He was wearing a pinstripe suit looking like the maniac that he is. Hell yeah. (laughs) He's a freaking maniac. I love him. But the funny part about the concert. All right. I'll, I'll go through the funny parts of that concert. And then I got to bring it back to why I brought this whole crap up in the first place. You better. (laughs) <laughs> um first off we're there and we're talking like making jokes at the hollywood bowl and um this guy sitting in front of us is there with his three kids and his wife or partner mother of the children and and two grandparents and the grand the grandma is wearing uh or she, the guy's dressed like Wayne Campbell from Wayne's World. Okay. The grandma has a big witch's hat on, and she's sitting right in front of um, one of the kids. And mm. I'm like, I'm going to ask her to take her hat off. And the kid was like, do not. Don't. Just like did not want to make a scene. I was like, mm-hmm. it's not going to be a scene. They're not even going to be upset about it. They'll probably be mortified that they're blocking some kid's view. Yeah. But was just like, do not, do not ask him. Like really forceful. I'm just like, all right, all right, fine. Um, and then, <laughs> and then more people came into our row. We were forced to scooch down a little bit. And then the kid wasn't being blocked anymore. My girlfriend was being blocked by that. But right when we scooched down, the woman with the witch hat just took it off herself without anyone saying anything. And the kid's like, of course, right when I scooch down, they don't, they take the hat off. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we wanted to. What is like? What do you want me to do? Ask her to put it back on? Is that what you want me to do? Anyway, so that was a funny moment. Um, and then another another thing was we were like sitting. It's the Hollywood Bowl. We're close to the back. We're laughing, talking, joking around. And the guy 
dressed like Wayne Campbell from Wayne's World, <laughs> yeah, turns around and gives us his face like, uh, excuse me, like kind of just being like, uh, can you shut up, please? Like he's trying to watch this movie at the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> we're not in a movie theater. We're in a giant fucking concert venue. We're talking and having a good time. We're not like yelling over the movie or anything like that. We're just talking amongst ourselves, making jokes about the movie. And he, he gives us like a puts it like he waves at us like quiet oh, down wave. Fuck that. I was about to make fun of you for being like Lauren Bobert till I heard that part. No, we were, we were just <laughs> Talking to each other, and he's like, does that to us. And he's dressed like Wayne from Wayne's World. It's like, you can't be that uptight and dress Dude. like Wayne from Wayne's World. What a yeah. douche. And then later on, he's watching the World Series game on his phone. What a douchebag. <laughs> he was a huge douchebag. He sucked. Um, but if you know Nightmare Before Christmas, the big number. I got it right that time, Nightmare Before Christmas. the Maybe the biggest number. Um, besides, um, this is Halloween. This, this is the Oogie Boogie, right? The green monster guy sings that song to Santa, and it's like a big soul or jazzy number. Yeah, I kind of remember it. Sing it. I did. I don't mind me. <laughs> I don't. I can't remember. But anyway, so for his song, they bring out the voice actor who sings that song, right? Mm-hmm. And everyone goes nuts because that's the song everyone wants to see the most. You know, the crowd's just going bananas. And um, he sings a song. The crowd, it goes crazy. And then they keep playing the movie. You know, they play the movie. And then whenever a song starts in the movie, one of the the actors walk out, grab a microphone. Oh, weird. In front of the audience. Interesting. Yeah, and so there's like five screens in the Hollywood Bowl. Like all of a sudden, three will be on the people singing, and two will be the movie still playing. So you kind of lose your place in the movie a little bit. Oh, but they sync up to it. Yeah, they sync up. Interesting. To it. Yeah, it's pretty cool, and they got the Philharmonic playing with them and stuff, which is cool. Um, but that guy plays the song, and everyone goes bananas. And then you know, Danny Elfman comes back on, sings out his songs. Greg Proops. Was in the movie, oh, which you didn't I know. Know that guy. I used to know him. <laughs> I haven't seen him in like since the before times. But anyway. But yeah, he, I didn't know he was a voice of Nightmare Before Christmas, but he was. Wow. Yeah, he was a cast member, so he hosted it. He was very funny. Who was he? I don't know. One of the very, a bunch of different little characters in Dude, the movie. This is really random, but I just it ties into it. Do you remember? It ties into what you're saying. Do you remember in Star Wars, the very first one, episode one, uh, at the pod race, there yeah. was a two-headed announcer? Yeah. That was Greg Proops. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that I crazy? I just thought he was only in Whose Line Is It Anyway, and that was I it. Know. God bless him. He's gotten a lot of work, and he's a very funny guy. I always liked him. Yeah. He's cool. Um, smart. He's smart, Yeah. And so, anyway, so they sing the rest of the songs, and the movie's over. Everyone's getting up. We're getting up to leave. And then it stays dark because there's an encore. Danny Elfman comes out, and he's like, Thank you, guys. It's been 10 years since we've done this. This is amazing. <laughs> and then he goes, You know, when I wrote the Oogie Boogie song, there's no one better I pictured to sing it than that guy. But I thought for the encore, I would sing it how I wrote it. It was just so sad. He's he's for the encore. He sang the Oogie Boogie song again. Yeah. And it was making so, sure there won't be another encore. Yeah. That was like his plan. Okay. I think I think he was just upset that the other guy got so much more applause than Danny Elfman did the whole time. So he wanted oh, to sing that's it again. So lame. I know. I know. That's how it came off anyway. You know, right. it's just like, bro, you wrote the song. Just take, you know, be, be happy with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just because you didn't think you got enough applause, you had to sing it again. So we all left and we clowned Danny Elfman as he was singing that. And he was like going really over the top, dancing and doing like a walk for it and stuff, trying to look really cool, <laughs> trying to steal the show. He wanted to sing that so bad. So after the show, uh, 
my daughter went to a sleepover. Me and, and my, my girlfriend, Bree, we were just free in Hollywood. And we were able to like walk. We were going to go to this place, Musso and Frank's, get a drink there, like a really old restaurant right on Hollywood Boulevard, which I love. But it was closed for a private event. So we were just walking around. And that's when it dawned on me, like, oh, whoa, wait a second. This is such a perfect idea. I'm so glad that we are alone. We are like, we get to stay out tonight and walk up and down Hollywood Boulevard on a Halloween weekend. It was incredible. Oh, right. Such great people watching. And then we went to my one of my favorite Star Wars cosplay bars. Oh, yeah. Um, Scum and Villainy, right. it's called. And we got to just watch and listen in on the conversations of like, you know, a horny Obi-Wan trying to talk to chicks and right. like... <laughs> A bunch of Mandalorians there, some, you know, Captain America. It's weird. It's not just Star Wars at this bar. There's Captain America. There's right. There's people are even the bartenders are dressed like Harley Quinn and Tomb Raider and shit. Like it doesn't. They don't. There's not a consistent theme, but that bar rocks. If you're ever in well, Hollywood, check it just out. Just to clarify, there's never a theme, but especially not on Halloween. Right. There's never a theme, especially on Halloween. But even on not Halloween, people are still cosplay there. Yeah. <laughs> As non Star Wars, yeah. Yeah, and there's even like a special drink that's a Ghostbusters it's it's like a puffed marshmallow man drink. Where they ha- like toast marshmallows and put it on top. It seems like a fucking hangover ready to made to happen. Uh it seems like you're gonna get hung over if you drink that. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and uh seems like a bad drink. I don't want to drink marshmallows when I'm out trying to have a few drinks. Yeah, no. But anytime you order it, they, they show the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man on the screen and the music shuts, the lights like flicker, and oh, they play like and the bartenders yell, Who are you gonna call? And the bar goes, Ghostbusters. Which is like you, the first time, you're like, well, that was kind of crazy and kind of cool. And then it just like keeps happening and happening and happening. <laughs> but if I was a rich asshole, I would just keep ordering over and over. That would be <laughs> really fun. That'd be really fun. Anyway, it is a great bar, though. Please go check it out. And that's when I really hit me that it was holiday, Halloween weekend. Right. So long story to just say I understood it was Halloween weekend. Last it was. Weekend. It was. It's over now. I dressed up as a hippie Frankenstein. <laughs> so stuff that was in your closet? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty what much. made you look like a Frankenstein? I painted my face green and I had the neck bolts. Nice. Yeah. It came to me late one night. <laughs> On a night. Halloween night. <laughs> 30 <laughs> minutes before we had to go out. No, <laughs> no, it was maybe a week and a half before Halloween. I was laying in bed about to go go to sleep, and then I was struck by a moment of inspiration. I went, oh, hippie Frankenstein. And that was it. Because I need to do something with long, that has long hair and a beard. Frankenstein doesn't. But I do love Frankenstein. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, and it's just the name of a reanimated corpse. Corpse. Yeah. Even though technically Frankenstein was the doctor. <laughs> I know. I know. We got to give that up. We got to just edit Mary Shelley's book and change yeah. it. I'll name him Frankenstein. And me, I'm Frank. <laughs> Frank N. Stein. No. Okay. Well, so <laughs> we do our comic strips. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. Sorry to end on such a flat note with my Frank and yeah, that was Stein my fault. Joke. I had I gave you nothing. Well, you don't need to give me nothing when uh, I don't deserve it. If I don't deserve nothing, then give it to me. Oh, I didn't even do my new segment. That's okay. We'll save it for next time. No, let's do it. Okay. I mean, it's up to you, but I'm going to read pol- uh, one political cartoon an episode. <gasps> Whoa, risque. All right, let's hear it. All right, so this is uh, a kid, and he's at a front door, 
the man standing outside the front door. He's he's looking at the kid. The kid's dressed as Joe Biden. Okay. And the kid says, "I'm Joe Biden, and I reduce the deficit." And the the grown up goes, "You're a little late for Halloween." And the kid says, "No, I'm just early for April Fool's Day." <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Did Snake Lover 6969 write that one? Uh, that's, I know, right? I know. Let's see the, the comments. Dude, that really is just like his comment. It's like such yeah. a stretch. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and there's... So, th- you can make fun of Joe Biden. There's a lot there. What? Ugh. It's amazing, right? Aren't they amazing that they, the way they try and take Joe Biden down, it's just like... It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. He didn't really reduce the deficit. Oh, shit. I'm not voting for that guy now. That was sick. What a slam. All right. Well, maybe that's not a great slam. (laughs) No, I don't know. It's kind of funny how bad that was. (laughs) I'm just early for April Fool's Day. Uh. Wait, so you dress up for April Fool's Day? I don't know. Uh, I gotta go. <laughs> Who reads that and is like, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> gotta send that one around. I don't, I don't, I, I just, I don't know. I think it's a sacred art. Didn't we get back? I think political cartoons go back to the beginning of this great country. Yeah. So we, we just gotta pay our respects for some of the most cherished institutions like political zingers yeah ripping on sleepy joe for not actually reducing the benefit the bite a bit a bit yeah all right let's read our comic strips now (laughs) (laughs) all right it does something to me it makes me want to start talking about the deficit but it's like no no no. you can't be doing that (laughs) no 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 can't be doing that you're up first. Logan won last week with a tale of one kitty, but he's about to make it a tale of two kitties with his second reading of Garfield. Logan? Well, actually, I switched it up this... Oh! oh why did I make it exactly an hour? <laughs> anyway, I was saying I'm actually reading from a Joe Biden. <laughs> no. Okay, this is Garfield. Uh, Three panels as usual. And a ghost, he's in bed, and a ghost comes up to his bed. And it's like a silly sheet, white sheet ghost. But he says, I am the ghost of Monday's past. I come from 1978. And Garfield says, not scary. And then the ghost is like disappointed. And in the final panel, he says, Mood rings, leisure suits, disco, man perms, laser disc. And then Garfield goes, okay, that's scary. Yeah, yeah. All right. (laughs) (laughs) What a laugh, right? All right, Garfield, you did it again. Your mediocrity never ceases to surprise (laughs) us. Okay, I'm bringing in Broomhilda. Okay. It's a comic strip about a lovely witch who can't find love. Okay. And um, in this strip, only two panels. She is juggling meatballs in the air. And she walks up to her friends. There's like a uh, vulture and what kind of looks like a little purple uh, yeti, maybe porcupine. They're sitting at the table, right? And she's okay. A bunch of marsh, uh, meatballs, and she goes, "I fixed meatballs for lunch," and the the um, the what's it called? <laughs> what's the bird called? I just said. I'm Vulture. hung up on porcupine slash. Uh... Yeah, I'll show you. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> porcupine slash yeti. We don't really know what the hell that thing is, but it's that cute. was a good <laughs> description. I didn't think that was possible. <laughs> it's cute. So Broomhilda's juggling meatballs. She goes, "I fix meatballs for lunch," and the vulture goes, 
why couldn't you bring them on a plate like a normal person? And the next one, she's juggling meatballs, but there's three on the ground now. And she goes, oops, I dropped yours. <laughs> that's funny. I think that's funnier than mine. You look disappointed. All right. Broomhilda wins. <laughs> Did you expect a bigger laugh? No. Oh. No, I was kind of disappointed <laughs> in my reenactment of it, to be honest with you. I think I could have given it some more zhuzh, like some more pizzazz. Well, the competition was shitty, so you won. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Broomhilda wins this week. Uh, stay tuned to see Broomhilda. Listen to, not see, but listen to Broomhilda once again. And uh, and see what that little purple Yeti porcupine's up to next time. Until then, keep listening. Keep laughing. And, and keep, keep stripping strips. Please <laughs> <laughs> don't say stripping or whatever. Keep stripping and ripping the stripping, ripping, dipping. Grip, ripping, dip on those strips. Grip, rip, and strip. There you go. <laughs> Dude, should we? I didn't put a uh, theme song on our last episode. Oh, should, should, should we just sing one? one? <laughs> rip. Or, yeah, should you? Yeah, rip. Rip, rip. Rip, rip. <laughs> strip. <laughs> Rippin's Rippin's strips with Logan and Cornell. Rippin's strips, it's better than hell. L Dog and the Sea Dog are here. So you should have no beer. Beer. <laughs> yeah. I mean fear. Alright. See uh. you next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>